Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The The Big Big Ones! Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems. (laughs) Sorry, I need some tea. (laughs) Brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Mark Mark McConville. I don't know. Will I? I know. That's the question. I think you'll I think your insides are the same as your outsides. Not mine. Not yours. (laughs) (laughs) This is some early morning moral. Business. Oh my god, it's so early. Are we ready or what? And uh, man, I noticed you're talking faster because you, you were- think that it's going to get <laughs> us out of here quicker. Because of me, because of me. You got to set a timer. Put a timer on. What but you mean? have just set it for 45 minutes. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do a 40. I have a hard out because I'm still in my pajamas. I have to be in Santa Monica at noon. What it's- are you auditioning for? I don't have an audition. Is it an, what is is it an it? audition or do you have some sort of meeting? It's not an audition. I just I have plans to go to the beach. <laughs> I have a date with myself. I said I'm going to be in the ocean by noon. No matter what, I'm going. I'm starting this month off. Yeah. What are you doing? I just, I have a pitch. Mm, Yeah. You're throwing out the first pitch at a Santa Monica (laughs) Mariners game. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway. That's not fun. I know this gets talked about a lot in LA-based podcasting, but going over to Santa Monica from where we are is not good. I would, for those of you who don't live in LA, I would equate it to you have to get to the moon. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) It's so true. You have to get to wherever you are and you have to get to the moon. You have to get there during rush hour, shuttle hour. (laughs) What do you think that's like? How many shuttles are we talking? Well, what year is it? I don't know. 1912. None. Zero. <laughs> yeah. 19,012. Mm. Hundreds. Yeah. Well, Mark, thanks for being here hey, today. Hey, my pleasure. So Mark's a fan favorite. Is that right? Yes. You get a yeah. lot of downloads. This is great. Yes. This is great news. We're, that we're already going up the charts. I know. <laughs> even as we, even though we haven't released it and we're just recording it, we're, we're moving up. Oh, I have something quick to say. Okay, do and it. I and I know I have to do it quick. Um, <laughs> we only have forty five minutes. Okay, just hold on. Uh, just hold on. I'm not letting Amanda get to Santa Monica. Oh to let, God! To the last thing Trust I me, do. I'm so exhausted. I do not want to go do this today. But I mean, I'm excited. I love an opportunity. Whatever, it's great. But I'm tired. What time is it at? 
noon on a friday it's friday today it yes. is as we're recording this on a friday yeah uh, and everyone's trying to get to the beach to go throw themselves in the ocean <laughs> you might get a respite because it's sort of the day after halloween. halloween people are you think called in sick to work they're hungover they're candied. they took the day off because you had a thursday halloween oh a thursday people halloween. Want a long weekend. next year's yeah. halloween is going to be off the charts Why? is it a friday it's a it's probably a friday nah, or a dude saturday. it's a saturday <gasps> leap year how do you what? know when the leap year is? Because I looked it up. You looked up next we talked about Halloween? This. We talked about this. I was at a little Halloween gathering last night, and we thought, it's kind of lame. There weren't a lot of kids. and Next year, it's going to go Saturday. off. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm honestly scared. I'm going to have to start securing the house <laughs> Not it's now. The purge. <laughs> the purge. <laughs> so I don't know, Mark. Of course, you haven't been listening. You're a very busy guy, and that's okay, and we're not faulting you for that okay right amanda no we're taking note but we're not <laughs> we're not necessarily going to hold it against you it's been clocked yes um but a couple episodes again a man i mean <laughs> a couple episodes again i go a couple episodes ago amanda was about to say what the big big one was and she mm-hmm. got a call from her dentist oh i saw this email and well, it turns out we recorded the call and we pl- played it on air and it turns out we're felons. Oh, because you recorded someone without their knowledge? And then played it to thousands of people. Uh, well, let's be clear, hundreds. So, so this is <laughs> Up from the charts, though. one of our listeners, Grace Grace Atkins, and she says, dear, and, and, and the, the, the subject is the big ones broke the law and then in parentheses in capital, she says not clickbait. Please consider this is an I got you girl from a nerd working in the government. I'm afraid the recording of Amanda's dentist appointment rescheduling on the episode with Priyanka may have broken the law. California is a two party consent state, meaning that both people on the phone have to consent to being recorded. Mm-hmm. Section 632 of the California Penal Code makes it a crime to record or eavesdrop on any confidential communication, including a private conversation or telephone call without the consent of all parties to the conversation. Mm-hmm. The only reason I know this is because I work in Texas government and I often have to compare how laws differ by state. Unlike California, Texas is a one party consent state. OK, so only one person needs to consent to the recording. You mean the meaning the person who's making it? Yeah. Yeah. So now here's an example that you're going to like, Mark. For example, um, when Kanye West released the recording of a conversation with Taylor Swift in California, Kanye could have broken the law if Taylor had not expressly given her consent to be recorded. In Texas, he would not have broken the law because as long as Kanye knew he was recording, he's fine. Okay. Well, it's a good thing we're in Texas. <laughs> so I'm wondering, do we do we do do I go edit edit that out or do we let you? risk my future free freedom well this is a conundrum that's you know when i was doing that when i took the phone the phone call on speaker i did go like this isn't right in my head and you never but you didn't speak up you just closed your eyes and you said let's run with it and yeah i did and then i when it was left in the episode well first of all i didn't know it was going to be left in so you're not your hands aren't clean because you edit it no i well i didn't edit that episode who did uh, someone there out of the country now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but then what started happening is people started um, texting me saying how funny they thought that was. Yes. And so now we are in a moral dilemma. Do we take it out or do we leave it in? And let's be clear. Amanda's literally just making a dentist appointment 
Yeah, uh, this isn't sensitive information, though it might be sensitive to you if people now know where you go to the dentist. Well, no, we don't. It just, all they're saying is, uh, hello, Amanda, this is, and she says her name. And then I make a dentist appointment. Right. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? You I, think it's, that was well, wrong, I always think about us? like, you know, you hear in movie, like police movies, legal mm-hmm. movies that ignorance is no excuse well like if you don't know about the law and you break it the court isn't gonna care the judge isn't gonna say well you should know you should know you're recording what if you smile and they should say you're a professional podcaster you should know about these laws i go your honor have you listened (laughs) exhibit a b c (laughs) and d professional podcast it's a shit show I think I should go take it out, right? I think you, what you should do is add a bleep. And bleep. One long bleep or just, just like... The, the entirety of the conversation is just one long bleep. Yeah. Or take it out but leave the dead air and then in that dead air just say like this. Call convert. your own dentist. <laughs> this is a time for you to we call your dentist to make re- a, a reenactment and then plug it in. Okay, we'll do that. But I'm Could gonna, you do that? That's legal. To just have someone else be the voice of the dental I, receptionist. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a receptionist that you were. It is a to. woman. Um, and yeah, that is totally legal. I can write up a transcript. Yeah, then I'll play the I'll play the woman. Okay, great. I'd love to. It would be the role of a lifetime. So my apologies for breaking the law. I didn't mean any harm. I'm really sorry. Allegedly, I and and to be honest, that was all a prank. That wasn't even a real phone call. That's right. And if wouldn't you need? the dental receptionist to call you out on it. No one is, I don't think the police would say, well, I listened to the big ones and I heard this conversation and clearly they didn't know if they were being recorded. If it was real, yeah, but it's not because that was a reenactment. Okay, Mark. Is so okay. we'll figure it out. I, Great. I, I'm going to, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, um, you know, you write, you guys write in, tell us what you think. I guess the the moral lesson is just say every time you're recording someone you have to say I'm recording this. Okay, we're recording this. Got it. I consent to being recorded. You heard it here, folks. And we can replay that anytime we want. Oh no. <laughs> anytime, what have I done? Any phone call, any phone call with you, we can plug that right in the magic of GarageBand. You're just going to edit me into everything. <laughs> so Mark, do you have a little Moral dilemma. Do I vote? <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? Sorry. Um, well, last night was Halloween, and mm-hmm. I, I do have a bit of a. It's not that important, so I guess it's pretty little. Yeah, but I just think trick or treating is uh, there's some issues. Okay, let's hear it. If you're a kid, I love Halloween for kids. Sure, I'm. Our household is a merry, not scary household. Meaning, I don't like the Halloween that's trying to pretend to eviscerate you. I like, I'm dressed as a butterfly. I'm a cute vampire. I'm not covered in blood. Okay, so that's what you're projecting. I like happy, fun, PG-rated Halloween. Do you like a pop out, though? I mean, I'm not Uh, talking about a bloody pop, but I'm talking about a vampire in a coffin going, boo. I don't like it done to me very much. But you'd like to be the vampire. No. I'll watch. I'll watch that happen. But I'm not, I don't want to be a part of it. I so just you're, think, you're a Disneyland Halloween. You're not a not scary farm I think Halloween. that's maybe the best way to think of it. Yeah. So I adore it when there's kids. Probably. what? Well, first of all, what do you think the cutoff age is for trick-or-treating? 
Just off, off the top. I of your think head. as long as you're in the school system, it's okay. So eighteen. I think public school system. <laughs> public a school senior system. in high school can trick or treat. I think honestly, I think yes. Okay, I think so too. I, I think I think as long as you're in the public schools, the public <laughs> the or public. private school, you're yeah. in, uh, you, before you're an undergrad. Yeah. That you are allowed to trick or treat, okay. but as long as you are college bound. <laughs> so I need to see your SAT scores yeah. before I hand yes. you a, a fun size Twix. I took the ACT and not the SAT. You did. Yeah. I took both. I yeah, I, did, I did way better on the ACT, of course. Oh, because it was all writing. Yeah. Do you think you could take the SAT now and do okay? No, I couldn't take it back then and do <laughs> okay. <laughs> they wouldn't let me take it. But you know what? I know a guy. Oh no, Lori Lachlan. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's talk talk to us more about trick or treating. All right. So I think I think it's younger. Okay. I feel like I feel like 13, 14. Once you hit the teen, I think twelve is maybe the cutoff. Wow. But I know teenagers like candy. That's oh, everybody yeah, that's like likes. a common thing. Like yeah. Like, listen, I I think you're pushing it once you get into high school and you're trick or treating, and I, you're really pushing it when you are not wearing a costume. Okay, well that's that's not okay. It uh, the only angle I can see on it is financial hardship. If you're, but even I don't then, have go any as money. a hobo. Yeah, you have no girl. <laughs> you can't go as a hobo anymore. Although I used to always go as a hobo. But what if you're a chaperone for a younger child? This is another one that I want to talk about because I feel like if your child has the little pumpkin that you're that I, I'm putting candy in, honestly, I don't care because I'm just I just want to get rid of. Sounds like candy. you care, but it's more just the like I also want my share. What do you mean? You want like leftovers. a mom? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I don't care. I'm <laughs> saying a mom with a two year old came yeah. to the house where we were giving out candy. We were at a friend's house last <laughs> night giving out candies and. There was a two-year-old where it's like that. That child is not ready for candy. Okay, so you don't. And even mom want... is like, "I'll take mine too." Like I'm out with the kid. No, no, no. The mom had of her own pumpkin. Oh yeah. Then how about mm. this? There were just grown-ups trick or treating. No. on Halloween. Is this a new thing? That yes, now it's our generation. It's because the millennials are so nostalgic yes. and they don't own homes. Yeah, and this okay, is how they, they can't get their, their food for the week. They so, can't afford. To buy a big bag of candy. They got to go out and get it from the the boomers. I think it is the millennials. And I also think it's the Gen Z's who are holding on to their childhood. Like they're not partying. They're not drinking. They're not blowing pot. They're not fucking. What? Amanda, what are you doing? <laughs> blowing pot? That's what they used to say in the 60s. <laughs> they're still saying it today. Don't stop. In fact, double down. Well, I'm just saying, and excuse my vulgarity, but the... The teens right now are not doing any adult activities. Yes, they are, Amanda. They're vaping. Okay, but they're vaping candy only because it's candy flavored. That's true. Sure. They're vaping and they're it's not Halloween doing anything else. It's Halloween in their else. lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything else but vaping all day, vaping. But that's why they're still trick-or-treating, I think. And that's why I, I do believe there's an uptick in, you know, 14 plus trick-or-treaters. Yeah, and I there was a big group last night of just, I just thought this is you're too old. I don't know why I became an old man. No, you know, it's when it comes. Here's what I'm all for. I'm all for an adult Halloween party. And are you okay with that? I'm looking to you for. um, I don't I don't want to dress up ever. You don't No. Really, Mark? Yeah. 
Mark, why? Why? I just don't. I don't. I'm not into it. But you're so fun to dress up. Sure. Yeah, didn't you? Were you a genie? What does that mean? I just like he looking was looking at you. There's a million costumes I'd love to get you into. You should get a Mark paper doll. <laughs> <laughs> a mannequin. A yeah. mannequin. I think it's more I just don't. It takes a lot of effort. You know what I to get your to get your costume going. You right. got to start earlier than mm-hmm. October thirtieth. Like super crafty, she could craft you guys up some really nice. Does she costumes. do costumes? She will do costumes and has done costumes. We didn't do them last night. I think she her new thing is just hot. We've been watching a lot of Halloween Bake Off, where they're making spooky oh, baked yeah. treats. Lots of dry ice. So she was. She made some food. Oh, that's how she's expressing herself through the cupcakes, the mummy And our house has I some saw. creepy decorations. And the house we were at last night, we we did the whole yard up with creeps, mm-hmm. creepy stuff. Creeps, All our energy went into I that mean. and not a costume. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I love a... I think adults shouldn't be trick-or-treating. I think they should be having fun Halloween parties. Like um, like in... Um, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. I think they should be... <laughs> getting be- a babysitter. Getting a baby. They should be trick-or-treating with the kids in that they stand back on the sidewalk and they watch their kids fall down the stairs or whatever they do because that's like a big scare of mine. Uh, what? <laughs> kids are always like little kids are always walking upstairs mm. to porches yeah. and then they wobble they don't have their ballots and then the parents will be all the way on the sidewalk you know taking pics but I'm all for a parent on the sidewalk going go get your candy and come back and thank you and a wave and a thank you then I'm all for the parents tucking their kids in at 8.30 getting a babysitter and getting the hell out and partying in a in a fun, responsible way. And I'm going to tell you, the market is flooded with babysitters that night because there are no teenagers who are out trick yeah, or treating. Right. Oh wait, yes, there are. You're never going to find but a babysitter. This is the problem. No. Wait, I think I've realized the problem now. The problem is starting with the parents because the parents aren't going out to fun parties anymore. Though, so the teenagers don't have any work. And so instead of babysitting, the teenagers are out there trick or treating like they're 15, like they're 12 instead of babysitting our children that you guys got next year. Next year, I'm telling you, next Halloween is going to it's a Saturday. Mm hmm. I, I, this I'll, is where it's going to go down. We got to have a party. We got to have a big Halloween a party. Mash. And anyone with kids can come and, and, and it's going to be a rush for babysitters. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the teens are going to go. So they're going to be off the street. All right. I think I, overall you got to if you're a kid and you want to stay a kid, child like the the losing of your childhood is not easy for a lot of people. Necessary. So like you got to do it, right? You got to rip the bandaid off at some point. But, going but don't you have to realize I guess I realized it at maybe 13 or 14 where I just went I'm too old to go running around mm. trying to get candy. Because it is, yeah, cuz at a certain point you're supposed to just like go make out at a graveyard with your high school boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. that's where he lives. <laughs> yeah, because he's a ghost. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of a song. What? I want candy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What's that song? <laughs> well, Mark, I feel I feel your <laughs> I feel your concern. And yes, it is creepy. An, an older kid trick or treating, a twenty year old trick or treating, is maybe the creepiest thing you could do. Do you give them candy? No, you say get out. You say get off my property. You, you gotta get your hose. You filthy hose. Yeah. In the past, we've done a little thing called cheap ass suck candy, like a butter mint. 
So if you show up oh, and you're a year 22 years old and you're trick or treating by yourself, I. But then I did. My heart kind of goes out a little bit too. It's a. It. I guess it's a quandary in that I feel like there's no absolute to it. Yeah, but isn't that life? Well, there's a lot of different reasons why sometimes when I see adults trick-or-treating, I can justify it in my head. Like one is there's a sick child at home and they're collecting candy to bring back to the child. You can buy it. Okay. Another one is something... You can you can, you can solve that problem in five minutes by yeah. going to a CVS, buying a bag of but, the but, candy but, but, and a pumpkin and putting it in there and be like, hi, I went around the yeah. neighborhood and got candy. But no one in their right mind wants leftover candy at their house. So wouldn't you rather have the adults coming by and taking your candy? You don't want leftover candy. No, I really don't. I know. So why are you so angry that people are taking it? <laughs> one time, Amanda and I... <laughs> Amanda and I were writing Ghost Girls with Jeremy Connor and we were over oh, at God. His, we were over at his uh uh apartment writing and it was like right after Halloween and he had a little like a little pumpkin full of leftover Halloween candy in the kitchen and throughout the day Amanda and I would just kind of like every now and then wander drifting like over drifting over not saying anything drifting over and then at one point oh, that's right. we went back in the kitchen and it had been put up onto a high shelf oh yeah Jeremy had did, you, did he think his house was haunted by a candy ghost no he was just like they've had enough like yeah. this is a, the, these girls can't stop themselves i ate so much candy last night i don't normally the last couple of years i haven't really partaken in halloween candy but like i've just been really stressed and so i made the decision yesterday oh that's good before i even got there i'm like i'm gonna eat my fill of this halloween candy nuts. what did you go for most oh the reese's i dug them out i had to get my i was elbow deep in this huge bowl of candy just di- sifting through like mining for gold looking for those little nuggets <laughs> <laughs> that's fun yeah i got tricked into trying a um Good bar, Mr. Good bar. Oh, is, isn't that just chocolate and peanuts? It was gross. It was. Isn't like, a Reese's just chocolate and peanuts? Yeah, I, I I know what you're doing, Mark, and I'm not going to play into it. <laughs> I think that's really <laughs> sick. <laughs> really, I've never thought about that though. A Mr. Good bar is just a, it's just a preemie Reese's yeah, cup. Yeah, it is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So what was I eating then? Because this was nougat. With some peanuts covered in chocolate. That might be a hundred grand. No, I'm into that. I, like I love what's a hundred grand. Hundred grand is crispies. Uh, yeah, it's got some like mm. crisped rice cereal. I've said to it avoid once. using a brand name. A rice krispies. What? <laughs> you can't say rice krispies on air unless you get their consent. That's right. You also can't say Jello. Is that true? Yeah, Jello is a brand name. And Kleenex. Kleenex is another one. Well, I just thought of something. Because Popsicle, another one. Oh, Popsicle really? is a brand name. We've broken the law a lot on the big ones because we prank call sometimes and we never get consent. Who? How is Crank Yankers a show? Yeah, how they is... get consent after. after. But how? who have we pranked? How? How do they get consent after? If you got pranked by Crank Yankers and at the end of the call, somebody else got on and was like, hi, we're from Comedy Central and yeah. we're doing this prank show. Wouldn't you be like, well, I don't want to look like an asshole. No. No. I'm not doing it. No way. It. People want their fame. No way. 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. You guys, I have a recommendation and then we'll get to the big, big one. But um, Prank Encounters on Netflix. It's that little kid from Stranger Things. It's his prank show. Oh, my God. You have 
to watch it. Is it funny? Now. The things No, it's people, very dramatic. It is. They're pushing boundaries. The way it's like a study of human nature too. You start with the one at the urgent scare. Okay. And then <laughs> and then get back to me. What if I don't want to watch a prank show? Mark, watch the damn prank show. But wait a minute. What were we saying before? When have we prank called anyone? We used to prank call Ryan. We prank called Molly. Yeah, they got their con- we got their consent. When? After, when they laughed. Maria got it. You weren't yeah, there. Yeah, you weren't there. I always get their consent. I was there. She had a big consent party. Oh, God. <laughs> That's every birthday party I have is a consent What's party. a consent party? All right. Well, as you know, Mark, we got to get to it because Amanda's got to get to Santa Monica. Wait, we have to do our ask. Oh, that's so true. Mark, Mark will you do it? You ask people to rate, review, join the Patreon. Mark looks like he's in a tornado. I you didn't can't. know what I, I didn't know what that meant. But that's podcast lingo. You really only know the lingo if you run a network. You, so I'm asking people, go ahead and rate the big ones. Yeah. On whatever podcast thing you use. Yeah. Because like, they all have them, right? But do it like, do it like you mean it. Okay. Hi, my name is Mark McConville, and I'm asking you today to open up your internet browsers. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. That was a beautiful oh. start, but will you do it as the winged gentleman? Oh. oh I need a refresher on the wing. Is he just... I think, oh, I don't it's, just just, I think, I think it's just you. I think it's just you. It's just me? Yeah, but This just, is the winged gentleman. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that. Uh, yeah, I, I can't quite remember. Sorry, I'm trying to find a review to read. You guys keep this going. We are. This is the winged gentleman. When I'm not busy fighting the clowner and other villains, I'm leaving a review on iTunes for the big ones. A five-star review is what I like to do. I leave it up to you, citizen. Please, rate, review, and share the show with your friends and other crime fighters. Did someone say my name? Back in the box, clowner. No! (laughs) Wow. That was was beautiful. really good. Thank you. You're welcome. So, just real quick, Mark, um, we, a couple weeks ago, were itching to get to 500 reviews. And if we did get to 500 reviews, then we said we would do a live a live broadcast like a like live video like a stream thing yeah, yeah. and the, it would be a call-in show and amanda we're at 538 holy moly so, oh the prediction website is that a nate pre- silver for life <laughs> no oh 538 reviews yes and Got it. so i predicted that that would happen though in the next <laughs> couple months once you know we're a little busy right now Amanda's holding her head in... in uh, yeah, she's like, God damn it, get to it. The 10 freeway is my nemesis. Literally, the LA's on fire. I don't know how I'm going to make it to Santa Monica. <laughs> this is a great point. <laughs> That's so true. A major freeway is Well, closed? let me just read it. So. But yeah. just know that we're going to do we're gonna do a live show with, by, by the end of the year. But uh, not in, in front, like on video. I'm not trying to say like we're going to be on a stage because no one will let us. Okay, so this is from... Yeah, we've tried to get on stage. <laughs> Literally, we, why can't we not book a live big one? It just it can't happen. It, doors are shutting in our face. Love so back. this is from Magneto Girl, and she says, Love, love, love. This podcast is so good. It is the only thing I subscribe to on Patreon. Charming as hell. Listen. Uh, and then... Um, um this is from dave the big ones fan the best thing you will ever hear this podcast is the best marie and amanda are the best my favorite episode is all of them so you guys rate and review and we may read your review online and hit up that patreon too yo 
Oh, that's such a good point. Oh, Amanda, what a pretty wallpaper. Thank you. And Maria's referring to my new desktop computer wallpaper. And so what did you type in? Like cute wallpaper? I, I, t- I typed in wallpaper. And uh, how, many scrolls wallpaper. Through, how many scrolls through Google images did you have to do? I, I found a website that was all like, it's wallpaper that actually looks like wallpaper. So it's virtual wallpaper wallpaper. Mm. Okay, so we'll get to the big, big one after this break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're back. Here we are. All right, Mark, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> are you having a good time? Yes. Can't you I know. tell? Sometimes it's hard to tell. I can tell. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Can you it. not tell? No, I can. T- I I can't tell. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Amanda, hit it. You are Warrant Officer Ripley, an astronaut on a commercial space tug, Nostromos. That's on its way back to Earth. You are awakened early from your sleep by a distress signal from another ship. You land on the planet and two of your fellow astronauts go out to investigate. Kane and Lambert. <laughs> stop. She keeps looking back at me. I like to see your reactions. Meanwhile, Kane discovers a chamber containing hundreds of large egg-like objects. When he touches one, a creature springs out and breaks through his helmet and attaches itself to his face. As acting senior officer, you have a decision to make. Follow quarantine regulations and refuse to let Kane back on board, which will certainly result in his death. Or make an exception and let Kane on the ship to receive medical care, but put your fellow crew members at risk. A twist? The fellow crew members want to let Kane back on board. Oh, wow. So this is from the movie Shrek 2. No, girl. What a liar. She's a liar. Donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's from Alien. Thank you. Yeah. Mark, have you seen Alien? Yes. Okay. You so. do. So you're into it. You're a, you're a weaver head, huh? A what? A weaver head. <laughs> oh, Sigourney. I thought you said a lever head. It's like, yeah, I use lever 2000, the soap. I can wash all 2000 of my parts. <laughs> oh, my God. When's the last time anyone ever used lever? I don't know how it stays it in business. It might not be a thing anymore. Oh, my Their God. Their sales pitch was, it's for all 2000 of your parts. Is it really? Yeah. I don't I gotta think so. get you can myself. wash all 2,000 of your parts. Do we have 2,000 parts? That's my question. Lever 2000 is the name of the <laughs> Yes, duh. Yeah, what yeah. did you think he was talking about? I thought they just meant 2,000 parts of the body and then it just does that. You thought that would be like um, oil of Olay for all 2,000 yes. parts of your body. Yes. Like, yeah. How weird. <laughs> lever 2000 for all 2000 of your parts you we- said weaver head yeah meaning sigourney weaver yeah. oh yeah yes i have seen this film and 
so I have do I have can I ask you questions? Yeah. What um is this a military operation? Well, wouldn't you know if you've seen it? She I don't remember though if they're military or not. I think they're It's like it's, space military. They're space military, yeah. See, I feel like I the human in me would want to help the person and bring them back on the ship, but the military boss would say, "Sorry, you're out, you're out of luck." Well, interesting. Sorry, so I've seen Alien. Don't get up on me, but it's been um a couple years. It's been a little bit of a minute. Yeah, it's been a it's been light years. Okay, um, but uh, so the guy, I know the thing with the face. I got all that. So he gets that on his face. And then what happens if you bring him in? We don't know. But but you're saying we- military protocol is that he goes into quarantine and is not allowed on the ship. Yes. And he's probably saying, please don't leave me on this weird planet. No, but I if will he was part survive. of the military, he wouldn't say that. No, but he's screaming to get back in. And this is the other thing. So you're um, in a position of power on this ship. You're a little bit outside of the fray. Everyone else, are they're cronies. Okay, they're friends. Okay. So he wants back on the ship. And the crew is saying, let him on. And the crew's Paul Reiser, correct? They're all Paul Reiser. <laughs> yeah. He's not part of that crew, though, is he? He isn't. You know, to be honest, I have no recollection of the movie. Oh, wow. So, but this is what I've just made these executive decisions. Like, I, I've seen the movie a couple times, but a couple I, times. Oh, well, you know, six or seven times. Well, anyway, let's just decide for ourselves. This is just a dilemma based on Alien. Okay, so we don't have to know the details of the movie. Okay, so but in so if they're military and the protocol for military is don't let this infected person in. Okay, they're not like military military. They're just kind of like a third party. They're like being paid to go on this mission, but they're still like military kind of like protocol. Because I feel like they're not military. Yeah, they seemed kind of like rough and tumble. Okay, well, should I just look it up yeah, so we you can should. get over this? It's Aliens <laughs> that has the Space Marines. Mm. Right. I, Alien I, is just, I believe it's like a mining and exploration crew. Okay. Um, it's a commercial space tug. <laughs> commercial space tug. <laughs> I've like had a one of those. I've like had a, one of those. Yeah. Hello. So they, they are not military. They're like, you know, they're but they're still a crew. Like, there's still protocol, oh, yeah. like... They work we, for a private company. Okay. We know what happens to the poor guy with the alien face thing on him, but let's just let's let's make an analogy here and put it in, in the jungle. And we're out in a with a crew exploring yeah, a, the jungle and, it's a, monkey and that, a snake bites. Okay. You know, or some kind of creature attacks. But it attaches to his And do, you wouldn't know that oh, it's yes. impregnating the person yeah. to spread more aliens around. Does he get it? So just in the, no, not in the movie, but just in this scenario that we're talking about, does he take this alien off of him? And then he's like, okay, let me back in. Or is he in the middle of being? No. All we know is that he's had an interaction with a foreign life. Okay. Fo- with, with alien, an alien creature. And protocol says if anyone touches a creature, they have to be quarantined. You cannot let them back on the ship. Right. Okay, because it's risky. Because my thing is, if it's like the face plant thing, where like the things on his face, then he's already gone. And I'm going, leave leave him. We can't do anything for him. But if it's just like he comes back and he goes, yeah, I touched one. And... <laughs> And hey I guys, know. I was just outside touching aliens. So, and I think that's the bigger dilemma because then it's like going, he doesn't look like anything's wrong with him. 
He right. just, we just know that something that, 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 that something may be amiss. Let's say you were in the jungle and you got bit by a mosquito and you had no idea. And I, I you know. now have some sort of fever that you're going to spread to everybody. Yes, you give me fever. Um, when you morning. sting me. <laughs> fever. I, I, I can't just, answer this question knowing how the movie goes. So I think this is how it should be. And and let's throw Weaver aside and just say this guy, we've seen that he's interacted with the alien. He's okay. But protocol says you can't let him back in the ship. But he's going, please let me back in. Please let me back in. Yeah. Well, and you're also dealing here with, I think, corporate blanket policies oh and we've talked about that before with music remember when you were on the the how how the corporate oh yeah when you work at like a starbucks the the corporations tell you what music you can listen to yeah but and they're not there at the place are you a company man or woman but also you have a, a moral obligation to protect your crew like that is your duty. And even if the crew is saying we're okay with it, let him back on. And even if there's a chance he can come on the ship and be fine, your moral obligation is to the safety of your crew. And so it's like being a parent. Like even though your kid is like, I want to go play, you know, on the monkey bars. And you say, no, you can't because you're going to fall. And then the, the, the kid is mad at you. Um, you still the right thing to do is to protect is to not let your kid go outside. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the thing is, it's like, yeah, if you're getting if you're a scientist and you know what the outcome is like, then, yeah. But if you're just been you've been hired by this aid commercial agency. <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you've been hired by a commercial agency. Saatchi and Saatchi. Uh, you've been There's hired- a Toyota campaign. You've been hired by this commercial airline or whenever to be the captain of the ship and and you don't know the science you behind. do you do you know what could happen you it's not guaranteed to happen but you know that the reason why you're not supposed to let someone who's interacted with alien life force back on the ship I'm not letting him on you're not letting him on no Well, let, it, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to put. I'm trying to take it out of space and put it in the real yeah, world. Yeah, you keep wanting. Yeah, but if your real world is the jungle. Well, let's do it this way. You're the captain of a commercial airline flight, and one of your crew is deathly sick. But you they say, "I need to work. I need. Oh, well, I need no. to keep my benefits. He can't work. You're throwing up. You're. You have the flu. You can't. You can't work. No, no. He's not coming on my ship. <laughs> my plane. Okay. So what's the difference? <laughs> This well, is another member of your crew. They have a different actually, kind of flu. They have alien flu. No, because you're not seeing that he has alien flu. He's just saying, oh, yeah, I had the flu yesterday. But I'm saying if you were in the jungle and we were out exploring and somebody got attacked by a creature, you would give them medical attention. You wouldn't just leave but them in the jungle. But if there was a chance giving them medical attention meant that you all would die, you might think differently. So this is what the, what the why this is tricky for me. Because so you're dealing with a... a reality versus a hypothetical so what you know for sure is if you leave this guy out there he's going to die what you and what's the hypothetical situation is if we bring him back on board maybe we'll all die but Mm. maybe it'll be fine so it's really hard to make that decision but that's why not everyone has what it takes to be a captain so what is the captain amanda gonna do oh i think it's really you're the captain now yeah it's gonna be i'm the captain now i captain now 
I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi, I I'm captain about, now. I talked about this on web crawlers too, but that's the best movie. I love Captain Phillips. Mark, Ca- do you like it? It's good. Now, I don't had- know if it's the best movie, but it's very good. Oh, it is so very good. good. Well, that last scene when oh, he's getting receiving and medical they just attention. did that. They did that off the cuff. That wasn't even scripted. Mm-hmm. I think the right thing to do, and of course hindsight's twenty twenty, is to not let him on the ship. But when there's someone screaming for help, okay. What happened? Amanda I, just I, grabbed her heart. I she grab, clutched her pearls. So if, Mark, if you need a real life situation that's going to um, be a comp to this to help you kind mm-hmm. of get insert yourself into it, it's Halloween night. Someone runs up to the house covered in blood saying, let me in. Please help me. There's someone after me. Do you open the door and risk letting the killer in with that person or do you keep them out? It's like the purge. I've never seen the purge. It's kind of fun. You should watch it. <laughs> but basically, like, do you risk your whole family getting slaughtered by letting someone who's <laughs> being chased by a killer in your house? Well, how do I know they're being chased by a killer? That's they what they're say saying. It. Okay. But how do I know they're not the killer? Exactly. That's exactly right. There's a lot of what ifs. It's the crying baby outside. Yeah. It's when the killer leaves the... Cr- have you heard... Careful, Mark, if you haven't heard this. If you Was this hear- on next door or something like that? No, this is a common. This is commonly what serial killers do. They put a, a tape recording of a baby crying. Out- <laughs> they do. Okay. Who does this? It's a tape recorder of a baby crying, and where do they put it? Like in a parking lot? No, the front door. Your front door. So you hear this baby crying outside in your front door. Yeah. And then you go, oh, my God, I got to go help this baby. Uh-huh. And as soon as you open the door, they they jump out of the bushes and then they kill you. So if you ever hear a baby crying outside your front door, just call the cops. And if the lines are dead, turn off the lights, go back to sleep. So okay. are you letting the, dr- the blood drenched person in your house? Probably not. No, wow. you couldn't. You wouldn't, Amanda. You wouldn't. In the house? No. I'd say have a seat in this chair that's outside my house and I'll call 911. And she's like, I don't have time. He's coming. He's coming. Oh, it's a woman or, or a man. I, would you gender more, would you I, don't, I, have, I have no means to protect myself from whatever's going on. Am I going to go inside and grab like a kitchen knife and just hang out? Does a good guy with a knife stop a bad guy with a knife? Yes. Maybe. Maria, would you let the person in? No. A bloody woman or a bloody man? Let's say a woman. Well, how bloody? <laughs> but it's Halloween, so what if this is just fake blood? It's not fake. You, it looks pretty real. But you don't know. There's a lot of what ifs. Yeah, this is Hollywood, California. A lot of makeup artists oh, out yeah. of work. They're every, why They're are they trying out of to work? Sh- well, there's just the production is leaving the, the city. Yeah. yeah, Atlanta. Tax breaks, Vancouver. Yeah. So let's just say like final thoughts. I really do think that the right thing to do is to not let him on the ship. I do too. I think that you have to protect yourself, especially if there's other people in, because you can, also he knew the, 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 what do you call it? The risks. The risks. He knew the risks when he went out there and he knew, he knew the protocol. So for him to be asking to come back in is honestly selfish. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's tricky because they're not. That's right. They're not military. They're just a, they're minors. 
and they're asked to go help. They get the distress call to go help, and they do, and then it all goes south. It does. So he didn't know the risks. I mean, he probably did, but just thought, I want to help. I want to be a good Samaritan. There's a distress. There's a distress call. See, we have to check this out. He did what you. So he did exactly. He let, he let the crying baby in. Exactly. He let he the did. bloody Halloween lady in. Nice yeah. guys always finish last. <laughs> oh boy. I'm not sure. I guess um, the the distress call thing is hard because you went to help. Well, yeah, and you're not. They're on their way home. The, are, I don't know. There's certain things where it's like I'm not equipped to put out a fire in my neighborhood, I call people who are equipped to do that. That's about as far as I'm willing to go with a fire. I don't think I'm running into a burning building. I guess it's just case by case. Same with this. This is case by case. It's easy to say I wouldn't let him on the ship, but then you got to look that guy in the face. Yeah. And his it is slime covered it's not. alien traumatized face and say, sorry, buddy. I'm leaving you here. If I saw there was something physically different about him, like he had an alien egg in him or whatever. You di- but you can't see that. You like, can't see. It's such an I'd iconic know. film that I'd you know. have to re- erase that from your memory. I'd know. It's one. You would know. It's one certain death versus like 10 maybe deaths. Is this a needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? This is it what this is. usually is on this podcast. But what if the crew's a bunch of dicks? They are. So then let them back on. And And really, you got to save your own skin. It's self-preservation. I know I'm going off a little bit, but (laughs) I'm just like, Paul Reiser is crazy, right? What are you even talking about? Paul Reiser's in the movie, and he has ulterior motives. No, 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 no. But I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about Paul Reiser as an actor, because was he a comedian first? Yet he's had such a vibrant career. His career, his career is wild. R-E-I-S-E-R. I was thinking about him recently. Yeah, it's a wild they're doing a, career. They're doing a Mad About You yes. reunion, and I remembered, oh, right, Mad About You is a huge hit. Milk Money, wasn't he in that? And he was a stand-up comedian. He was a stand-up comedian, and then he was one of those stand-up comedians that just kind of like went to the, to the stars. He just he shot. He probably met Johnny Carson on his show. Oh, is that true? Well, that's the era, right? Yeah. He's from that era where you did the Tonight Show and then you you were living the good life over there in Beverly Hills and making I f- sitcoms. I find him very charming, if I may. And what's he doing now? What's he up to? Well, he's um He was on Stranger Things. Apparently He sure was. He ad libbed his Kaminsky method farting scene. Oh, he's in the Kaminsky method. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but if I have a crew of ten people, if it's just me and the ship I may let him on. Yeah. But if I've got, if I'm the captain now and I've got 10 people on the ship that are relying on me to keep them safe and I have to go, I'm so sorry. I wish I would have watched this movie before you sprung this big one on me. You're not allowed. It's not about the movie. I know. But I'm going to feel bad that I don't remember. What kind of jungle gym contraption do you have in here? That's her litter box. Oh, wow. You can't bring them on. You can't. There's protocol. There's rules for... For a reason. But this is also curious, though, about the quarantine thing. If How are you going to quarantine somebody if you don't have the ability to do it? You don't have the facility to do it. There's nowhere on the ship. 
No, they do put him in a little... They end up bringing him on the ship. Yes, I know. And they do quarantine him on the ship, but they don't. it's not strong enough. Right. Right? Or do they not? I don't remember. No, they do. They do, yeah. I, I just can't... I just don't think it's... It's... If you know something's amiss... But Marie, let me add in one quick twist. Yeah. What if he's your lover? Your secret lover? He's my Paul Reiser lover? Yeah. Wait, Paul Reiser's the guy who had the... In my mind, he is. He's That's not how it goes down. No. But I know, right. but it's my movie. If he, I'm the captain now. <laughs> but I think I'm such a... I'm an asshole, but if this is like my boyfriend or something, I'd probably let him on. Okay, so if there's... this, But this speaks back to the human connection. Yeah. Like, what if I had just had the face hugger on me? Like, oh, please, my children. I have no. children back home. Sorry, they well, need their dad. No. No. Sorry. No? Not if the face hugger is currently on your face. I would shoot my lover. Inst- okay. Oh, you'd just shoot him? Yeah, so that they wouldn't have to suffer out there. Space murder? Space murder. They aren't, they're not suffering. Yes, they are. They're going to get eaten by the alien. No, more. the alien thing attacks them, and then it's like, oh, gosh, that really hurt. There's no indication of I'm mortally wounded. It's that just- noise you guys are hearing is Margot <laughs> in her litter box. There's there's an indication. This is crazy watching her do this. Marco, was that fun? Good job, Margo. Yeah, that was a good that was a good time. And I'm out. No, watch oh. what she's gonna do next. This is horrible. No, no, Marco, Marco, what's go she doing? In closet. What go is it? There. She's trying to poop on the floor. Go in your. But closet. then what was she just doing in there? Is that there's two different ones? Marco, go in your closet. <laughs> Marco, go in your closet. She poops in the closet. Marco, <laughs> why go in your closet why doesn't she go both? she doesn't like to go both in the same place no how did you God. figure that out it's been hell trial and error yeah okay you can sit under there she's gonna poop under there she wants to go in your closet kitty <laughs> watch this i gotta put her in god Sorry, everyone. But anyway, okay, so this is a complicated dilemma, but I think we got to move on to our dear big ones. All right, I guess I'm leaving them out there because, yeah, I'm just pulling a, I'm pulling a blanket authority thing. Yeah, that's what you got to do, I think. It just doesn't matter at the end of the day. If you know that there is some risk to 10 other people in that ship, you got to, as the captain. But you don't know there's a risk. That's the problem. It's just like. You know there's a risk. You don't know something bad. You don't know the level of risk. Yeah. Because it, from all appearances, this is just a chance encounter with a creature of space. But you don't have... I thought you you knew that there was like some sort of... No, you would never let them back on if you knew. You don't know that he's going to bring an alien on with him and it's going to kill everyone, but you know that... That's why it's a movie. Con- you know that he's been contaminated. Then uh, you say the word contaminated and I'm out. <laughs> oh my God, no. Kitty, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no she's oh she's gonna go she's gonna top shelf it right on top she's of the pooping on top of you gotta train her to do it do you know you could toilet train a cat my cat toilet trained herself growing up i heard a tinkling in the bathroom and i walked in and she was squatting over the toilet how'd you feel about it i was overjoyed my dad was freaked my dad was freaked out. But let's get to our dear big ones. Dear big ones. Okay. 
Okay. Here you. <laughs> Is this it? <laughs> Here, Amanda, I'm going to give it to you. No, you read. You want me to read it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hi, ladies. Love you both. The Godzilla episode was one of my favorites. Aw, thanks. Here's my dilemma. I've always known I wanted to be a mother. My mom had my five siblings and I very young, and I always thought I would start having my own kids while I was fairly young as well. I'm turning 30 in six months. Ooh. But I only just, re- only just recently started seeing someone new. We've been together just shy of six months. So they met when she was 29. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing your math. Yeah. Though we've talked about spawning already. Oh, that's a continuation of that sentence. I'm turning 30 in six months, but only just recently started seeing someone new. We've been together just shy of six months, though we've started talking about spawning already. Gross. I don't know that I could see myself spending the rest of my life and maybe after with this one, (laughs) I guess this person. Yeah. But I really, really want kids. And how will I know if I ever meet the one anyway? To me, having kids is more important than finding someone you know you want to spend the rest of your life with. So should I have Satan's child? Love, Nicole. I think that's a metaphorical Satan. I don't think she's actually Wait, was this one of the fake fake ones? No, I don't think it's fake. Because sometimes people do... um, They prank us. They prank us because we say, should I have Satan's child? We say that in the beginning of the... um, In our intro. No, I think she... I think this is an earnest question of... You do. I I, want children more than I want a traditional monogamous yeah relationship nuclear family um well my off the bat my instinct is what you don't want is to have kids with someone you don't know that well and aren't that into and then have to co-parent with them forever there are ways you can have children that don't involve like being in a relationship with someone yeah yes i urge you to listen to the podcast sperm cast um our friend molly hockey um is going through steps to become a solo mother using donor sperm and you don't have to be like it's 30s really young still you can also freeze your eggs too yeah totally get them eggs in a freezer i would say yeah that's a good option. but i think that rushing into it is only gonna leave you picking up the pieces later yeah so i would say you know and plus if the person you're having kids with is like a loser your kids are gonna be losers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right they're I guess gonna have quality everyone loses if you're having kids with someone that you're not that into everyone loses yeah then the kids won't be that into their dad yeah well but you this is i mean i'm trying to think of a way to say this that's not totally business-like but there's a way that you can negotiate it yeah. if you're just like well i just want a kid so I'm a lady, you're a dude, you can provide me the tools I need to make this child, and there's no obligation after that. But she but God, then why not kids. just use donor sperm? Because well, then you don't have to deal with someone having some random guy having parental rights to your children. Right, but think about maybe, well, you could probably do legal things where, beforehand. Beforehand. But I have a. Uh, you do a pre nup, but for a baby. I, I just have a feeling that if you went to this guy and you said, like, I don't see us together long term, but I'm desperate for kids, he's going to go. He's going to run uh, away. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. Bye. He's going to swim away. <laughs> His sperm will. <laughs> no, I think there's better way. Uh, this, this, You have two different issues. You need to decide if you 
really do want to be with this person. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of your decision to have children. You can't rush life. You can't hurry love. You just just have have to to wait. wait. Love don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. Mm -hmm. I, this is an issue though for women because women are on a, on a schedule. So if she wants, well, I am, and you are. You guys, some women have to be in Santa Monica today. (laughs) And I want kids. (laughs) Um, but so it is good. It's smart that she's thinking about it. But it's it's hard. It's a hard situation. But I think like if it's stressing you out, and your options are to like either rush into having kids with a guy that you're not that don't see yourself with long term, or to freeze your eggs so you, you have a little bit of security. A little bit of a buffer, although there's no guarantee that your frozen eggs will be viable. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky situation. But it, also, your other option is if you don't see being with this guy long term, you should probably get out of that relationship. Yes, and and yeah, yeah, and also, I don't know. It's hard because it's like I get like wanting kids is like a very it's like something that you need a uh, there needs to be a lot of parts to the to 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 complete the puzzle yeah if you can i'm using a puzzle analogy okay. you guys okay. are getting that the pieces of the, the pieces puzzle. of the puzzle yeah. you need a lot of pieces to what complete. are they there's the corners there's the middles and the edge pieces you want to do those first <laughs> yeah. probably yeah <laughs> leave the sky for last because right. that's always a pain in the butt Everything looks but the they're same. all there Do you start to sort by how many like male and female ends there are yes, on the pieces? exactly and put the colors together in different sections sure but there's a lot of this is a thousand piece. It, it, heck, it's a twenty five piece puzzle, and it's hard. Yeah. And so this this you know, it, it's just it's a di- it's it's gonna be difficult. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say other than like these these puzzle pieces aren't just gonna come together willy nilly, and you can't force them to come together. I also come from a my parents are still married. Yeah, mm. they had support from my grandparents. The, the, it took a village to raise this child. And mm. you're pointing to he's pointing to I'm pointing himself. to myself. Yeah. So I, I can only empathize. I cannot sympathize with a single parent. Opposite. Yeah. Opposite. You can only sympathize. I you can only sympathize. That oh, is wow. not. Uh, that's not what I said. I can only sympathize. It didn't take I a school. Him. It didn't take a school to raise that kid. That's for sure. Yeah. Check my ACT scores. <laughs> but uh, I can't. I think yeah. it would be very hard. I think it'd be very hard if this person decided I'm just gonna go for it with this guy. Yeah, and throw caution hearing. in the wind. Then he's probably gonna, you know, start playing bass for a no doubt cover band oh, and tour, like tour that. the Mid Atlantic clubs and just abandon his family obligations. Oh man, yeah. You here's right? what you're doing. Like, if I can go back to my puzzle really quickly, <laughs> is you've got all the you've got the puzzle you think is all together. But then what's going to happen is you're going to look down on it and you're going to it's going to be the scariest thing you've ever seen. All the pieces are not going to have fit in with one another. And you're going to realize the picture you thought you had is actually it looks like a a child did it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, it was supposed to be a lighthouse. But now I look at it. It's a portal to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're setting yourself up. It's just going to be hard if you're a single parent, I think. And it sounds like that is a thing that this person is willing to do. And that's fine. I want I children more than I want a relationship. Fine, but don't that's do great. it with someone that you're kind of, sort of into, but not really. I mean, sure. I have a friend who has a son. She just wanted a kid, and she doesn't. The dad is not in the picture, and that was kind of the plan. Yeah. Anyway, she kind of said, you know, you can be as as involved or not involved as you want. 
but she's yeah. a career woman who just went, I just want a kid of my own and I'm, <laughs> I'm not married yeah. and I don't see that for me, but I do see the window of having kids closing. So I'm going for it. Listen, I think if you want to talk to this guy and if you think he's open to it, um, have a conversation about like possibly like co-parenting or if you both enter into this with your eyes open, what I think is wrong is to mislead him like you think you're going to get married and be together forever and then just get pregnant like i didn't get that from her email though i got she sort seems of a, to like him but she's unsure but well, it's, I, it's early it's early it's only six months in too yeah, so but, but that's early you're you, if you're lukewarm at that point but you're also she says like she's putting a lot of pressure on herself so it might be like blocking her true feelings about this guy mm, you know like if I you're know. putting so much pressure like is he the guy i'm gonna marry um and you're six months in. I don't. I don't know. It's it's really it's hard because you think your life's going to play out a certain way. Like I'll get married at twenty five. I'll have kids at thirty. Um, I'll be and dead then, by thirty five. Perfect. Yeah. You know? But nothing Laudanum happens. Poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens like you think it's going to happen. It, it's it, not no. for anyone. It doesn't. So so I would also say take some of the pressure off yourself. Like it'll happen for you. You'll you'll find someone you love. You'll have your kids. Whether that's the natural way or or your cats <laughs> or your cats and you can adopt kids you can foster of course. kids you can, of course there's options that are not involving you <laughs> yeah getting pregnant yeah. and having a child of your own and 30 is still young i mean it's good to start thinking about it but you know you can they say after 35 your fertility really your your shit out of luck <laughs> <laughs> you also have to consider though in our house we talk about you know we're in the last sort of last days of are we gonna have a kid and yeah. i just think do i want to be a 62 year old at my kids high school graduation yeah do i, I want to be, be cool dad yeah cool ancient dad. dad no you'd be cool dad i mean people in their 60s are young yes they are <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like my my mom had me at 36 yeah, my mom had me at 36 too. I have a college roommate who had kids almost immediately after college. I guess I have pe- people I went to high school with had kids in high school. Wow. And so now those kids are in college. Wow. I'm that old. That's crazy. I, I yeah. can't imagine that. So maybe this person who's about to turn 30, you've had you had your 20s to live it up and go to Halloween parties mm. and trick or treat. Yeah, you at twenty six years old, <laughs> it's time for a new chapter. Yeah. Have yeah. a kid so you can dress the kid up in those costumes. Yeah, and for nothing, fun. no other reason. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I hope that was helpful just to hear it. You know, with these dear big ones, we're not coming up with any answers. It's more just like an exploration of the topic. Yeah, that's so true. You gotta, you gotta explore. You know, it's like it's like a space exploration. Oh, that's so it good. Is. Yes. It really is. That's and all it is. We're leaving you outside the ship. Yeah. But I would say definitely listen to Spermcast because you know Molly um started that podcast when she was 39. So, it's, it will be a little insight for you. Well, Mark, what's going on with you? Would do you have anything to plug? Yeah, you can listen to Season five of Super Ego. Cool. It's available wherever you get podcasts. That's and great. And then there's a new season coming on Stitcher Premium in 2020. <gasps> wow. That's I think January 2020. You know, some people will say it's in 2020 and they mean December 31st, oh, 2020. That's sick. We're talking new year, new episodes. And it's Amazing. Winning. And that's on Stitcher Premium. 
And I'm sure everyone who listens to the big ones knows about Super Ego. But, but if you if don't, you check, don't it out. check it out. It's the best podcast. It was the first podcast. It was the first, wasn't and it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the first podcast, and it'll be the last. <laughs> <laughs> We're the cockroach of podcasting. Aww, yeah. I think so. And Mark, where can people find you? I'm at Mark McConville on Twitter and Instagram. That's cool. And then you guys can find us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us your dear big ones or your big big ones at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. What's that again? The big ones podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Nice. Is that it was that I like to like when I leave a voicemail for somebody, I leave my phone would, number twice. Yeah. Got it. Just to make sure they got it. That's really yeah. So that's I'm just good. yeah. I think I do that too. Amanda's freaking. She's got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm so, literally about to fall asleep. Um, Mark, thank you. Did you have fun? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for being here, Mark. My pleasure. And you did have fun. Yeah. <laughs> this was great. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to The Big One. Erios. Powered by ACAS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.